0: Hey, friend, are you ready for a QA style episode today? That's exactly what we're going to do. You're busy with the holiday season. Nobody has time to listen to a long episode. So we're going to keep this short, sweet, and I'm going to answer your questions right now. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. A couple of weeks ago, I asked my Instagram followers what they would like to know. What are your questions about the holiday season? Now, a bunch of those questions fell into some of the episodes that I have already done that you've hopefully already listened to, but there were some questions that didn't fall into those. And that's what I'm going to tackle today. So today I'm just going to basically read you the question. I'm going to give you the answer and then we're going to be done. It's going to be good. Are you ready? The first question is how to not get totally derailed by the Christmas holiday season. So I would say this is a little bit subjective because derailed. What exactly would does that entail? Now we've talked about in other episodes here about Christmas, about how to adjust our expectations, to adjust our days, to adjust our routines. And so if adjusting and doing things differently in December than we did in November and how we'll do it in January is derailed, then yes, it'll be derailed. What I think what this person is asking is how to knock it completely off track. What I would say is to figure out what is the important things to continue doing. For me and my kids, that was typically reading and math. If we were doing those, we could add in whatever Christmas stuff we wanted to do, whatever else we had going on. And I felt like we're okay. And guess what? Two kids graduated absolutely fine. Whether we got derailed or not, it was okay. When you have little kids and they're involved in things, and maybe they're involved in different clubs and organizations and each and every single one of them, you know, this has a Christmas party. And then you have Christmas concerts. Now our kids aren't in school. So we, we will say in quotes, miss out on that the Christmas programs and stuff at church was enough. But I would say it really is how do we come into it and approaching it. So go ahead and listen to episode 103, which is talking about how to just kind of change things up, how to look at your homeschool time during the Christmas season and in a way that you, mom, can you you can be sane and have some joy and you can enjoy the Christmas season. So yes, things are going to change. There's there's no physical possible way. I don't know that I know of any homeschool family that homeschools in December the same way as strong and as well as they are in say October because come November we start to get a little bit shaky, right? <laughs> We're like, eh, who knows. But October, we're like flying high. We are super strong. Come December, we are not, there's no way that you can homeschool in the same way and keep up with everything. The gift giving, the getting to every obligation that you need to with family and with friends and the baking of the cookies and the extra family traditions and just all those things. So it's going to change and it's okay because guess what? January comes and you can get back on track. Second question here is how much of what a family does during the holidays and for the holidays, how much of that can be counted as schooling? Well, it can be all. (laughs) You can count those as days. You can count those as hours. How you count and what you count depends upon your homeschool regulations. Some states, they don't have any such regulations. So therefore you don't have to come up with Well, so in my state, okay, this is an example in my state, they have practical arts. That is something, I think it's just elementary. It might be middle school too. And everybody who starts homeschooling in my state are like, what is that? We're like, okay, show the kid how to change the oil in the car, teach him how to mow a lawn, teach him how to cook, teach him how to bake. So right there, you might count a lot of December as your practical arts. Let's just say that again. This is, it's very subjective as to what you're going to count as school. Now, maybe if you spent, I don't know how any homeschoolers who do this, <laughs> maybe if you spent all of December and they just go hog wild and they're just sitting and watching, say, soap operas all day. I know you wouldn't do that, but I'm just trying to think of like something trashy. They're just watching trash TV all day and you don't get out of out of bed all day and sleep all day and sleep all night. Well, then maybe those days might not count as homeschooling, but I can guarantee you that you are doing things every single day that you can quote unquote count as homeschooling. I hope you feel better about it now. Next one is, can you add fun things in, or do I, I think they're asking if I, such as Lee, do you, Lee, do you add fun things throughout the season? Yes, I do. So you're going to want to go back and you're going to want to listen to episode, is it 105 about different traditions that my family does. And so we will do that throughout the season. Now I listed 10 of them and you might be like, I can't do all 10. That's okay. You don't have to do all 10. And there were some years that we didn't accomplish all 10. There were some years that I did 20 different types of traditions and 10 of those have fallen by the wayside, but go ahead and listen to that episode. So you can kind of get an idea and definitely spread it throughout the season. You might find that you get a couple of things in and then all of a sudden it's Christmas week. You're like, I can't do anymore. I have so much baking and cooking to do and places that we have to be that I can't do that. That's okay. You can do that as well. Maybe your tradition, then you just add in a couple more Christmas movies for the kiddos, right? (laughs) Okay. Next question is asking about holiday unit studies. Those are a lot of fun. I have not done any of those to be honest in a long time because my kids are older, but you can get onto Pinterest You can get on to Teachers Pay Teachers and just find some holiday unit studies and that will incorporate everything. Or maybe you say, well, we'll do that, but I still feel a little unsure about ditching the math for the month of December. Then don't ditch the math for the month of December. Let them just do review sheets. If you want to just make sure that you are maintaining, especially kiddos that are still learning their math facts. And you're like, we are making such progress. I can't lose that during the month of December. So yeah, go ahead and do holiday unit studies. If that's something that's going to interest your kids, you can also do Advent. Just There's so many fun things. All right, next question is asking about how to balance school and the holidays. I feel like a lot of these are kind of similar and I'm gonna refer you back to episode 103 again. And we have to decide and all I want you to do is to focus on this Christmas. You can think back to what you did last year. Maybe some of that will work. Do not worry about next Christmas. Don't say I'm failing my kids. They're never going to be because we've always taken. No, you might be able to take a lot of time off now. And if you listen to the episode previous to this one, I talked about high school, there will come a time where possibly you can't take as much time off because you have a high school or a teenager that's maybe enrolled in some courses that's going to take them some time. So yes, there is a balance between school and the holidays. And this really will depend upon what your goals are, what atmosphere you want to create this Christmas season. And really it depends upon the age of your children as well. Last question is, do we pause our usual stuff and do Christmas themed curriculum? Go for it again go back and listen to episode 103. You can pause everything if you want. If you even want to take the entire month of December off from your formal school, you, you have the freedom to do that. Now, if you live in a state where you have to have a certain amount of days or a certain amount of hours, you'll have to adjust. Maybe you started in August so that you can take December off, or maybe you'll just have to go through June in order to take that time off. But if you say, you know, this is going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it for my sanity and for us to enjoy the Christmas season, for us just to take that time off. Maybe your kiddos listen to some audiobooks. Maybe you incorporate going to some library programs and you're like, okay, we're going to call that good. Then good mom. I call that good as well. Can you see your running theme here and the things that I am suggesting and recommending? is just that we really need to evaluate our own family and in this exact season that we are in life. Be realistic. That's the number one right there. And have conversations with your husband. And as I mentioned in the episode 106, if you have teens, have conversations with them, open communication and to be realistic about all of it. And just know that even if you have these goals and you have been through clarify your homeschool or you have set these goals and you know what you're going for, taking a few weeks where you aren't running towards those goals is okay. You're still moving towards them. Just taking the time. The Christmas season can be a time where our families can Enjoy time together. They can, we can enjoy time helping other people. We can enjoy time with family, and just focus on the real reason for the season. I know it's like a cheesy cliche, but let's keep our hearts focused on celebrating the fact that Jesus came down to dwell among us. So remember that when it gets to all the chaos and all the things, strip that away. Remember the simplicity of that and what the full impact of that. Just sit in that for a little while. That'll, whew, That's a good advent right there. Just good advent, even just to sit in that. All right. I hope that this was helpful. Next episode, episode 108 is going to be part two of answering your questions. So be sure to come back and listen to that. And until then you can go ahead and hang out in the Facebook group and we can communicate a little bit more. If you have not joined that group, there is a link in the show notes and we can talk about all these things and get ideas from other moms. And it's just a fun group. It's a really awesome, sweet, sweet women right there. I just, can we all get together? That'd be fun. (laughs) All right. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are knocking out that to-do list of all the things you have to do for the Christmas season Don't forget to be realistic and be back here for the next episode. And we'll do part two of this question and answers. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at littlebylittlehomeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, mama.